Chris and Chris Talk Movies. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I don't know what happened there. I guess my professionalism slipped. Uh-oh. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chris Ferry and of course this is my co-host. My name is Chris Huddleston. Today we are both very excited to be talking to you about a brand new movie from a relatively established franchise. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2022 addition to the Predator franchise and a Hulu exclusive, Prey. Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. My Nita. something out there. I'm coming with you. You can't. I'm trying to protect you. Protect me from what? It's time. Do you have a synopsis for us, Mr. Huddleston? I do. Uh, set in the Comanche Nation 300 years ago, Prey is the story of a young woman, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled warrior. She has been raised in the shadow of some of the great legendary hunters who roam the Great Plains. So when danger threatens her camp, she sets out to protect her people. The prey she stalks and ultimately confronts turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal resulting in a vicious and terrifying showdown between the two adversaries. And it just stars Amber Mid-Thunder, Dakota Beavers, and it is directed by Dan Trachtenberg. All right. So what did you, what did you think, Christopher? Uh, I will jump right into it. I do want to say since, again, this is a brand new film, we do spoil the movie, spoil it for you. So if you don't want that and you haven't seen this and you'd like to see it without us blabbering all over it, then I encourage you to pause this and return to it after you have seen it. You have been warned. Um. So... uh. Are you picking up this wild sound? 
in the background? Mm -mm. Okay, great. Then I will pretend it's not happening. It's not a predator, is it? Boy, I hope <laughs> Because I don't think I have the hatchet skills that uh, our heroine has. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I, I think I by at this point in that franchise, I, I had pretty low expectations. Um, they keep trying to, you know, they <laughs> keep trying to, you know, beat something money out of what feels like a dead horse to me. And then along comes this film and it's a really fresh take. I mean, I think, I think it's a well done, uh, tightly scripted, lean, entertaining film in its own rights. If even setting aside the fact that it's part of a bigger franchise, right. Um, just a handful of central characters, uh you 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 invest in them right away the storytelling is um is clear and effective and it clips right along um you know and i think the fight sequences are exciting which is not true of every action movie mm -hmm. and uh yeah i mean they it, it's not all about the creature effects the creature effects are good but it's not that's not the point of the film it's a it's a it's a story about you know, our hero overcoming adversity. In this case, it's an alien predator, <laughs> mm -hmm. but also winning the respect of, uh, you know, her brother and the other people in her tribe. And I, th I thought it was really interesting to set it in the Comanche nation 300 years ago. That's kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, at first I was a little cynical saying like, okay, so it's, we had predator versus aliens and now we've got predators versus Indians and you know, we'll see, but I thought it was good. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. So I was a little bit skeptical as well. You know, this, uh, I was reading about this before there was a, even a trailer or anything. Oh, and I thought, nah, I don't know that this premise, you know, that I sold on that. And then even the trailer came out and I thought, eh, it looks okay. You know? And I thought I have Hulu, so I'll watch it anyway. I thought this was great. I mean, I, um, I would start with the cinematography is just fantastic. Yeah. They did. Um, I don't know exactly where this was shot. I should have looked it up, but, uh, they made really great use of the scenery that they that they had. And I think, you know, so much of the time, I, th I think especially even now. When you watch these kind of genre movies, um, you know, horror stuff or sci fi or this is kind of a sci fi horror thing, a lot of times they, you know, I'm sure the budgets aren't huge, but they they just look kind of cheap, you know? Yep. And this, I mean, I don't know what the budget was on this exactly. And I should have done a little bit of research ahead of time, but it's interesting because this is shot like a prestige, like Oscar, you know, um, uh, period film, but then, you know, you have sci-fi elements to it. So it looks really great. Um, there were, presumably this was all shot on location. I mean, there was a couple of times, maybe I kind of wondered if uh, there's a, a couple of times where they make use of a, uh, 
shoot, what do you call the, uh, uh, I can't think of what the term is, where she's stuck in the, like the mud and sinking um, oh, quicksand. Yeah. Quicksand, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of quicksand scenes, and I kind of wondered if maybe that might have been some kind of a set. But if it was, it looks really real, you know? Um, and I, I, they also, I felt like, did a really great job of varying those landscapes and having it, uh, like, you know, sometimes it's sunny. And then there's another really great scene where she and her brother are tied to a tree and the alien is kind of dispatching these uh, these trapper guys. And in that scene, it's all foggy. You know, you can see all the fog through the trees and everything. So I, I just thought everything about the look of this movie was great. Yeah. Um, so uh, what was her name again? A Amber Midthunder as the lead. She's just fantastic. Yeah. She did um, a great job. And I think it's good that um, I checked on she and her brother. They both um, are at least partly Native American. They said, you know, she's kind of a, a mix of of a lot of different things. But, you know, with the the Westerns over the decades, you know, they would have they would just have white people playing Indians, you know, or Native Americans. Uh so I thought, you know, that was good that that they did that. And the uh um like you said, the fight scenes are really good. There's no shaky cam in this, you know, all of the, the fights are easy to follow. Uh the only kind of minor quibble that I would have is, and it may have just been my TV, but some of the night scenes were really dark. And it mm -hmm. was, I don't know if you had, but it was like kind of hard to tell. I, you know, I think I did. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the, um, I was thinking of the game of Thrones reboot. I, I mm -hmm. actually, I keep my TV in, in like home cinema or cinema mode. Mm -hmm. And some of those scenes were so dark that I had to change it to the default, which is like vivid to like, so I could even see what was going on. And I thought, yeah. this can't be, I mean, right. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know what they were thinking, but I had it in cinema mode and I'm sitting downstairs in the dark and I'm still, yeah. my eyes are just going bad. I'm still squinting. I'm like, something's happening in, in the dark down there, but I don't know what it is. If you can't see what's the point, you know, but, yeah. but uh, I mean, that's just a minor quibble. Um, you, the, like you said, it's, you know, it's a pretty tight storyline. Yeah. Um, uh, the the predator is great in this you know it's really brutal and uh there's a lot of good um effects you know in that regard where he's this is a very r-rated in terms of the violence because he's chopping people's heads off and you know limbs and all kinds of things but um so you know it's a little bit different slightly different design of of the of the predator but it's you know 300 years before the Arnold one. So, you know, yeah. Um, and yeah. And I don't, I, I looked at a couple of articles of, you know, about this written by people who know the property and I haven't watched all of the films. So apparently there are super predators. There's different types of that mm -hmm. species. And I, uh, they called this one, the feral predator. I don't know. Uh, okay. I'm not interested <laughs> really, but yeah, uh, but it is a cool design. I loved um I loved that they shot it like a historical drama. 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't think the cinematography is quite on par, but it did make me think of The Revenant a couple of times because my favorite, favorite thing about Westerns and period pieces that are set 300 years ago uh, out in the wilderness, especially in America, uh, is you get the this, the vision of a sort of an unspoiled land, mm-hmm. right? The... The, the landscape is really a character. It's this, you know, and, and it's shot, setting it in a Native American community. Oh, I really don't want to say anything inadvertently offensive here, but uh, th- there is a sort of, um, there is just a beauty and the camera seems to treat the landscape with a reverence that is just accepted. Right. I mean, the camera lingers on the beauty of the landscape and it's not a thing that's made a point of in the film. It's just always there. This backdrop of, you know, people who didn't build permanent structures and knew how to use the resources they had available to them Mm. uh, in a very facile way. And there's something just really gorgeous about the world of this and and that's highlighted as it is in the revenant and in some other films of this period they come across some french uh trappers who mm-hmm. are skinning buffalo and you know they're collect they're trapping they're not really trapping anything they're they're killing buffaloes what we predominantly see and skinning them and leaving the entire carcass so you know and it's an oddly it's not a horrifying scene, although the character views it with horror, but it is a disgusting scene. It's a huge field littered with these dead skinned buffalo corpses. And, um, you know, so it sort of underlines the waste and the the attitude of 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 the cavalier greed of these people that are just, you know, plundering this resource uh and they are captured that's who ties her and her brother up and you know they're speaking french and there's not a lot of subtitles there so if you Mm -hmm. don't speak french uh you're in the same category because our our two leads don't speak french so i think that's really effective um Mm -hmm. it puts you in in the shoes of the protagonist in in a number of really simple, but I think not very often seen ways, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had said there's even a version of this in, uh, in the native language. What what's the what's the nation? It's a uh, Comanche. Comanche. Yeah, so yeah. You're supposed to be able to on Hulu. You're supposed to be able to go in. I didn't try it out, but you're supposed to be able to go into the the language settings and and have it be in Comanche subtitled or dubbed. I'm not, I mean, I think subtitled with English, but I think them speaking Comanche, which I don't know exactly how that would work, but I should have tried it out. But well, I actually, now I'm curious. I want to kind of go back and check that out because I think that would be really cool too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's beautifully shot and the action. There's a sequence with a grizzly bear that I thought was dynamite. Mm-hmm. That's another echo of the Revenant. You know, I think yeah. there are there are a few. You've seen that, right? I've not. No, we've talked oh, about that. Gosh. That I haven't seen it, but you got to watch that movie. It's I great. know. 
I know it's supposed to be great. I think it it was it was very refreshing to have it seemingly that the film was was shot all, all on location instead of you know typically in these kind of films we're going to get a lot of green screen stuff you know and I, I just it just made it seem so much more real and and much more in line with the even though they're very very different but much more in line with the original film that you know was shot they shot it in mexico i think uh but you know it's supposed to be in a a jungle somewhere um and you know that was on location you know so um yeah i think one um uh, one thing that i've read a lot online is people complaining that you know this small woman would she be able to defeat the predator you know and it's one of these things where so we watched predator 2 which we're going to be that's our next one that we're going to cover and you know watching these movies with all the tech the size of the predator just for one thing and the technology of him could any human defeat the Predator? I mean, if this were real, Arnold Schwarzenegger would be able to beat him. Danny Glover would be able to beat You know what I mean? It's just like, it's not a, it's so, I mean, if you're going to let that bother you, then just don't watch this movie, I guess. But right. Um, yeah, exactly. It's a monster. It's a science fiction monster movie. Um, and that's the whole franchise. One I, thing that I did think about is, uh, you kind of have to wonder after all of these movies that I, I, well, one, I saw a really great meme where uh, this person said um, they want to see, they want the next predator movie to be about the predator's job where he makes enough money to go on these elaborate uh, hunting trips, you know, but I got to thinking like, you'd almost have to wonder at this point, you know, so this is, you know, I I don't know if the movie doesn't really tell you if this is the first time that a predator has been on earth or not. Um, but, you know, by the time we get into these later movies, there have been predators several times come to earth and they always get killed. So you kind of have to wonder if the other predators would be like, eh, maybe we shouldn't go to that place to hunt anymore, you know, <laughs> or it's like, oh, this is the ultimate challenge. You know, every other hunter that who's who's gone to that planet has died i'm gonna be the one you know who doesn't who doesn't get killed but uh yeah i i this property is one of those that if you think about it too hard and that's not real hard yeah <laughs> sort of unravels although that first one was such a was such a fun movie that i think it has spawned all of these other sequels um, even though it's a diminishing returns for the most mm -hmm. part, in my opinion. Um, but I think was this, it's, I think it was really smart to do something somewhat similar, but, but, but considerably different than the other films, you know, kind of what they've done sort of in general with, with all of the films it's it's been kind of like a group of macho guys right you know going to fight the predator and you know they did something really different with this while still staying true to 
you know, ultimately it's that in the end, it's a monster movie and it's it's people fighting against the monster, right. you know, having a female protagonist is refreshing in this one. And that's part of the plot line is she is trying to prove herself as a warrior to her brother and to her brother's friends, the other young warriors of the tribe to her mother. Um, there's apparently a rite of passage where you need to go hunt some sort of a predator. They're not thinking an alien, probably yeah. <laughs> thinking of some kind of an animal that could fight back. So a deer doesn't count, but a bear certainly would. Something that is, quote unquote, hunting you. Mm -hmm. A lion would work. Um, and it's it's a dangerous trial, but that's what you that's sort of what marks you as a as a warrior that's accepted. Um, so that's when we, when we meet our characters, that's what she's gearing up for. She wants to prove herself in this, um, you know, this hunt trial. Mm -hmm. Um, and then sort of inadvertently <laughs> finds herself being hunted by an alien. Um, and, uh, you know, so she, she catches a lot of flack from her brother and from her brother's buddies. And uh, many of her brother's buddies get <laughs> killed along the way. They did kind of they that's one. I don't know if it would be a criticism or not, but they basically for the other than her brother, kind of the male characters, they they more or less just set them up to be kind of unlikable. And so right. you kind of enjoy seeing the predator dispatch right. of them, you know, right. Yeah, and I, I mentioned homage to The Revenant, but it, there's a lot of homage to the first film in this, too. It's sort of a return to the template of the first film. By the end, it is our heroine, uh, her brother, and a handful of other guys out in the woods, not the jungle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're aware that this thing is out there, and they are trying to catch it and stop it, and it's picking them off. One at a time, really, but it's it all kind of comes to a head in a big fight sequence where he's basically the predator is taking them all on as a group and not mm -hmm. having any trouble with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a couple of fun action movie things like I don't know that this maybe I'm wrong, but she has a long piece of rawhide that she's tied to her tomahawk, which she's very good at throwing and we see her practice. So she ties a piece of rawhide to the handle <laughs> long like a long string rope and um so she can throw it and then pull it back yank it back mm -hmm. uh not exactly boomerang style but you know yank it and catch it and throw it so it's, it's a repeat weapon and i it's cool it works in the movie i, I don't know if that if physics is like sure people do that like i've never seen people do that can you do that with the top of it I didn't think Tomahawks work that way, but it's cool in the movie, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a whole much more to say about it. I, I, I thought it was super enjoyable. I thought, um, there was a couple of times when I thought it sort of, it walked up to the edge of some native American stereotypes that I thought, but you know as i finished watching the movie i was like you know i think it, it, it had to thread the needle of 
being both authentic feeling and engaging to a broad audience, right? right? So it, it's not the History Channel. It's an action mm -hmm. movie about a. It's a predator movie, right? Yeah. So I think within the within the the solid framework of this is a predator movie, and that's what people are tuning in for. They were able to make uh, make it feel as authentic as they could mm -hmm. uh, to the time and the setting and the history of uh, that people and et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if the if the litmus test I apply to it is like, is this something you would sit down with a bowl of popcorn and maybe a date and w watch? I'm like, I yeah, it was super Super entertaining. I I thought it was really good. Yeah, absolutely uh, the same to me. I mean, I would highly recommend this. I you know again, I've seen some you know. There's people are going to dislike anything you know, but uh, so I've seen some criticism over of this, but it's it's been for the most part, people seem to be really into this, and I would say. You know, the vast majority of people who, if you like the other Predator movies, yeah, I can't imagine not liking this. Yeah. If you like sci-fi action kind of horror stuff, you know, in the vein of the other Predator movies and al the alien movies and things like this, um, I, I think you would like this. You yeah. know, I, I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I pretty much loved everything about it. Yeah. And I, I think we're unanimous in our thumbs up here. Uh, you know, it, it's a predator movie. So if like, oh, they really like it. it's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a great predator movie. You're going to still have some of the same beats <laughs> yeah, as the other not ones. Into yeah. the predator movies. And I'm not, I don't know how much you dig this, but after a franchise that I thought got off to a, a really hot start with the first movie predator in the 80s. Mm -hmm. and then has since gone through a decades long decline and i have any i stopped watching them i just kind of like this is i can't keep up with any of this it's just terrible i've seen all of them but oh, you yeah? know, some of the other ones are not great you know um but this was a this has been a massive hit for hulu this is yeah. the uh the number one thing that they've had movie or tv show you know and they had uh uh the handmaid's tale you know and right. only murders in the building and yeah things like that and i've watched and, that did you like that Have what's that? that only murders in the building oh yeah 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 it's great i'm only a couple episodes into this newest season but yeah but yeah i love it um amber, uh the what what's what's her name do you have imdb up there amber amber mid thunder mid thunder was she in uh was she the character in legion uh she looks familiar to me and there is a character you know uh, are you thinking of aubrey plaza because she looks a no. lot like aubrey plaza no no i oh, okay. i know aubrey plaza because we have mutual friends actually from oh wow improv well I mean, i've never met aubrey plaza but the, she did improv with some friends of mine from the store but right? i think she looks this girl looks a lot like her in yes the, in the face yes but i think i i, I my guess is that she's this character. She was on Legion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah, character right. in Legion that's sort of two people. She lives inside of um uh what's the I keep wanting to say Bill Pullman, but it's the he's the clown, uh, uh Bill Irwin. 
is a guy that has another person living inside of him. And that's Amber mid thunder. Oh, okay. He is, you know, like in his fifties or, you know, he reads his mid fifties, maybe 60 in the show. Mm -hmm. And she is her own age because she only ages when she is outside of him. So she'll Uh step out of him like a ghost. Mm -hmm. And, they behave like siblings, like they're just they have this bond. It doesn't really get deep into it. And I didn't read the Legion comics to know the history of this character. But it's really interesting. I've never seen anything like that on screen. Mm-hmm. And when I watch this, I'm like, is that that's that's the actor from Legion, isn't it? And so but I I guess I wasn't interested enough to look it up. But thank you for having done that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would think after this that this is going to propel her into oh yeah big roles you know because she's really great in it I hope so Uh, yeah yeah um I mean she's she's just excellent in this and uh so I I guess uh, so a lot of people have said well you know why did this because a lot of times um uh, you know, people, things will get dumped on streaming services because, you know, they don't think they're good or whatever. But pe- people said, you know, why did this not make it into the theaters? Well, the last one kind of bombed. I think that one was The Predator. And that one bombed. So they probably, you know, it's just hard to, <laughs> to tell at times, you know, what's going to what's going to hit and what isn't. But um well, and I don't know. I mean, if Hulu decided to release it in theaters, I mean, I'm sure they're going to they wouldn't do that if they didn't think they would profit from it. Like I don't Hulu does not own a chain of theaters. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know what the financing around distributing it theatrically and promoting that, I don't know what that costs. Versus them saying, well, hey, I mean, if if people want to see this and they have to even sign up for a month of Hulu or a free trial. That's yeah, probably better for us. Right. So why don't we just keep it right here? Yeah. You know, um, I, mean, I think a streaming service isn't in the business of, you know, of distributing theatrically released. They're in the business of attracting people to their platform. This was, I think the thing was, though, this was, um, I think that, so this was a 20th Century Fox movie, I think. It was. And yeah. And so I think it kind of got into that switch over from Fox to Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's been some stuff get kind of lost in the shelf because Disney owns Hulu. Oh, um, okay. So. Uh, I can't keep track of all of that. Oh, I know. It's it's complicated. But um, I would say this is. You know, I can't think of too many uh, streaming films, you know, things that have been made for streaming or just went straight to streaming that were as high quality as this. You know, I mean, we've we've covered some of the other, you know, we did the Gray Man a couple of weeks ago, and they always seem just kind of like just a notch or two below something that you would really want to see in the theater, whereas this seems, you know as good or better than a lot of things that I've seen in the theater over the last few years, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a great comparison because I was really disappointed in the gray man Mm -hmm. 
because it felt so formulaic. It mm -hmm. felt so made to a formula and they got A-listers and it was a very expensive looking movie, but I didn't, I found it lacking in all the basics, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the, the specificity of it just all felt workshopped and focus grouped. And, uh, and whereas this really felt like a very distinctive vision it's very competently made mm -hmm. you know very um confidently directed and acted um the design of the creature and the design of the you know the costume and the characters and the the choice of location and sets and cinematography and i thought it was all very very well done and you i tell nobody it, was phoning it in here you know the, these... it looks no, yeah, it yeah. looks like a theatrical release. It doesn't yeah. like, uh, you know, oh, this is a streamer project I'm doing in between my, you know, legit projects. It really felt yeah. like somebody was like, all right, let's make the best movie we can make. And it it looks great. That's why I think there's so much. Why didn't this get released in the theaters? Because it really does look like something that had a theatrical run. And then now you can stream it like exactly six months later or something. And this director, Dan Trachtenberg, has not done a lot, surprisingly. And I would have to think that, uh, um, you know, that this would get, get him, yeah, you know, would propel him higher. But he did a Black Mirror episode. He's directed some of uh, the one? boys. Which, which Black Mirror episode? Uh, I don't know if it's going to. I don't know if it's going to tell me or not. It, it'd probably take me a little while to figure out which one he directed. Have you, um, no, have you watched the boys? I have not. No, I think um, it is messed up. I know. I, I, know. I think that you would like it. Uh, but so he's directed some of that. Um, and he, his only other film was uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which that's have you seen that? Mm -hmm. That's a good movie, too. You know, mm -hmm. but but yeah, this would. Uh, but, you know, he hadn't. I mean, he'd done this TV work, but he hadn't done a, you know, that was a few years ago that that came out. So, um, you know, hopefully yeah, this guy Global will. Field Lane was like a decade. I mean, that's yeah. an older movie than you. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully this will. Really, that's a really good little film. Yeah. Small cast and it's in an enclosed space, but it's John Goodman who is does great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really interesting movie because it, it feels like, all right, I'm going to give you a small budget. Enough to hire like one A-list person and then you can, you know, find some up and coming talent that we can get for cheaper and you really will build you a set that you can use. And then you've got, you know, enough money for one or two scenes that are going to involve some CGI. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, let's see what you got, kid. And yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I'm right that those are the sort of parameters, I'm like, home run. Like, oh, yeah. It's not my favorite movie, but the, it's performance driven. And oh, yeah, these are really it's scary. Like, it's mm -hmm. really unsettling. A uh, very tense film. And you think, oh, you know, it's about aliens. And you're like, no, it's not really. It's not really about aliens. It's, it's a bottle episode. You know, it's everybody's trapped in this in the same house. Basically, I don't. Yeah, wanna, we're not doing that. I don't want to give too much away about that. No. Now, um, the with the with. Uh, this specifically with this predator film now the uh you know they've gone from the last one was a flop yeah. this one didn't get it released in the theaters to now this is a giant hit 
And the producer of this film is saying, oh, we can do Predator films for the next hundred years. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, OK, you know, what I, I, mean, you know yeah. what I would I would be on board with that if. Uh, if it could if be this be, high quality, you know, yeah, you have a really a roulette wheel of. OK, now it's now it's a predator during the French Revolution. Yeah. Now it's a predator. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Now it's, now it's a predator uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like you pick you just just do this big roulette wheel of like specific, uh, you know, oh, it's now it's the golden age, which is Westworld is doing now. I can't. I'm a big Westworld fan, but mm. I have not stayed up to date with this 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 season of Westworld. Kind of jumped the shark. Tepid. I don't know. I. I just don't find I find myself not caring. I think it would be cool to um, if they do another Predator film. I think it would be cool to do it almost from the perspective of the Predator, like hmm. almost make the Predator the, you know, the hero in a way or the protagonist, you know, um, I think that would be a cool way to go about yeah. it. I mean, I think that I don't know that when they made that first movie, that first movie doesn't feel made to be a franchise to me. It feels no. like, hey, I've got a cool idea. So it's basically Commando, mm -hmm. you know, a, a Commando and Alien, uh, you know, and we're going to stitch that together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get Arnold and and I mean, that great cast. And it, it really works for what it is, but it's a very... It's a kind of a one punchline movie, right? And it's small. You know, we'll get into when we get into our discussion of uh, right Predator 2, we'll talk about this some, but the, the first Predator is just kind of a small film, right? right. You know, um, and so I think that the idea of like, oh, now we're going to spin this into, you know, a whole universe. It's not. It's not alien that moves on through Prometheus and Covenant. You know, it's not. I mean, I suppose you could creatively make anything widen the universe, but it's really about this foe that is hunting you. And it's it's not fair because the foe has much greater technology. And mm -hmm. that's it. How do you how do you overcome the unovercomable, and it's the same story. I mean, this story, mm -hmm. the plot synopsis of this is very, very similar to the first Predator. And yeah. I just feel like there's only so many times you can make the same movie. I mean, that's why I look, okay, put it in ancient Rome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Vikings. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I like a period piece. Uh, and it, if the fighting is good and the main character's got a compelling storyline and you can make it float. I don't want to see one every year, but I'd watch one every 10 years. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. You find, I like the idea of the predators at work, like as a desk job. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to those two weeks. He's gotta, yeah, he's got his two weeks to, he's got to make the money somehow to go to our planet. <laughs> They got to make the money somehow to fly however many light years to Earth. Oh, wait, you know? wait. So this is even better. So, no, he doesn't have a job. It's a it's like a socialist utopia. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only way. So it's uh, it's uh, 
it, it's like the purge. Everybody gets, you know, that's how they get their aggression out as they all go on ah, to some other planet. They get to go on a hunt. Every, every threatening living thing on the and take their skulls and then they come back and they happily harmonize in the perfect. They're just really day. docile. Love the rest of the time. <laughs> poets and uh <laughs> philosophers on their own world. The predator wears like a cardigan sweater and has a pipe. <laughs> oh, a jacket with patches on the elbows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um all right. Well, um, Chris, yeah, both recommend from both of us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, especially if you're not turned off. I mean, you don't have to be a big Predator fan, but if you're not turned off by the fact that it's a Predator movie. Um, and I haven't seen the first one in a long time, but I've seen it a number of times. So I would say right now, this is my favorite Predator movie. Yeah, I, I right could now. I mean, yeah, I could definitely make that argument, you know. Um, um it's worth and yeah lot. i think people who liked the first one but thought the sequels were lackluster for whatever reason and you know they're especially as they go along you know they're not right really great so but this yeah this if this isn't the best one it has to be right up there with the original you know it's up there um yeah so chris and chris talk movies at gmail.com is our Email address, and we're on the socials. We're on YouTube. We're on podcasts, and you're enjoying us in one of those, I imagine. And um, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're we're out there. Uh, leave us a we're comment. All over the place. Like us, subscribe us. That's great. Interesting. Um, thank you if you've left a comment already. We appreciate it. We do read them. Um, next episode, we will be discussing Predator Two. We're not going to talk about Predator the Predator dose. movie. We're going to talk about Predator 2 because that's just a little more interesting. And I I hadn't seen it in years and years and years. So Danny Glover and uh <laughs> good old Peter Keys. <laughs> what is his name? I'm totally spacing on his name. Uh uh you're thinking of uh of um Gary Busey? Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yes, we're going to have a good time talking about that. So for sure, why don't you take the opportunity to watch Predator 2 and then join us for the next episode where we will work it all out. Okay, do you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. But just, you know, if you have Hulu and you haven't watched this already, it's right there. You know, you don't even have to pay for it if you already have the Hulu. So that's right. It is good. Um, And on that note, it is good. We will talk to you next week.